The extreme cold temperatures means the livestock producers have been bumping up their feed. The animals' feed intake increases as they burn more energy trying to stay warm. Livestock and feed extension specialist Catherine Lang says it's also important to make sure that animals have access to shelter. You got to get the cattle out of the wind. Although it's cold, they can usually handle being cold, but they usually can't handle being chilled. So getting some extra, whether that's windbreaks or bales or something, just to cut that wind can help prevent some, some trouble when it comes to this extreme cold. She notes it's a good idea to make sure that animals have a quickly digestible carbohydrate that will give them extra energy. You should increase grain or pellets at a rate of one pound per head per day for every minus five degrees Celsius drop below minus 20. She says in order to prevent acidosis, it's important to remember that you shouldn't feed grain over eight pounds per head per day. So for example, if the afternoon air temperature, and we always go by your afternoon high, is around minus 35 degrees Celsius, which is where it was last week, we do recommend to feed an additional three pounds of grain or the pellets per cow per day. And with the extreme cold, you also want to make sure that the animals, of course, have access to clean water, good bedding, and shelter to get out of the wind. Canadian beef exports were up in 2021. The executive vice president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association is Dennis Laycraft. He says beef exports were up 25% in volume and 28% in value. The U.S. is our largest market, followed by Japan and Mexico, and then China and South Korea. South Korea recently suspended its quarantine inspections of Canadian beef as it looks for more information regarding that atypical case of BSE. More information has been sent clarifying that it was an atypical case. That information now has gone to the Food Safety Authority and in South Korea, our government will be following up with them, and you know, hopefully that matter should get resolved very, very quickly. But you know, we'll be watching it very closely, and I know we're reaching out to you know, literally each day to get an update on where it's at. Laycraft says they expect South Korea long-term to be a really important market for Canadian beef. As we said, the U.S. is our largest trading partner, and it's important to keep a close eye on what's happening with our neighbors to the south. Earlier this week, the U.S. announcing new rules around a lack of meaningful competition in the meat sector based on a recent White House analysis that found the four top meat packers control between 55 and 85 percent of the market. Encouraging more more plant capacity is always a good thing. You know, I think the other side, what we're hearing south of the border is labor remains a means a big problem down there. And it's been a challenge up. So it's kind of hard to increase the existing capacity when you're when you're short of of workers. So I don't think there's one silver bullet or one solution around this but whatever increases competition in the u.s is also good for for canada we're actually more concentrated we only have two of the big four you're talking about um in canada but because we have the um the canada u.s mexico agreement you know we have the other plants always bidding regularly um on our 
our cattle when they're up for sale. So it's more of an integrated North American market. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Bossler.